I would actually like to begin this year's Christmas Eve message by looking together at uh, possibly the most viral photo of 2022. Have you seen this, this picture? Most of us have. This was taken back in October in Pikeville, Kentucky, uh, and it's a picture of a father and his son at a University of Kentucky basketball game. It's actually a preseason uh, inter-squad scrimmage. What makes this picture so, uh, so meaningful is the, the story behind it. So this was, for this little three-year-old boy, this was his first live basketball game that, that he ever went to. And uh, the only way for the father who, worked in, who works in the, in the coal mines, the only way for him to be at the game with his son and his wife was for him to leave directly from work. And so he left his shift, um, showed up at the game, wearing still obviously his work clothes, still dirty from the work day. Um, do you think his son cared how his dad was dressed when he came? I think his, his son cared about one thing, and that's that dad showed up. Um, the thing that makes this such a beautiful photo is that dad showed up. And on this Christmas Eve, I would like to remind all of us of the simple power of showing up. When I was, um, when I was growing up, I, uh, I played first basketball and then some soccer and then a little bit of football and wound up kind of focusing on track. But I can remember countless times being on the field or on the court or on the track and just kind of looking up to see if one of my parents was there. And, and I wanted them to be there. Now, I didn't want them to be too loud. I didn't want them to be embarrassing. We all know those parents too, right? But I wanted them to be there. And when I saw them there, um, that felt good. My wife, Norma Jean, had a very different experience growing up. She, um, she was an awesome softball player. She, uh, she was a second base second base person, we say when it's a, a woman playing, she played second base. Uh, she had a really high batting average uh, and she was an amazing fast pitch pitcher. When she was a senior in high school, uh, she was an all-conference pitcher. And all through the years that she played games, um, she never had a single family member come to any one of her games. I mean, not once. And I don't, I don't hold that against her family. Her parents were both, both uh, first-generation immigrants. They came from a culture where you just kind of didn't do that. Um, so, and she didn't really hold it against them. But when she would look around and she would see these moms and dads cheering for their daughters, um, she realized that she was missing something. Um, side note, when we started dating at 16 years old, as often as possible, when I would finish a track meet or a track practice, I would run up to, uh, to the fields, and I would stand behind that chain link fence at Pearl R. Miller School in Kinelon and watch her play softball. Um, I'm pretty sure that's why she ended up marrying me, actually. <laughs> There's just something powerful about showing up. Some of you are here tonight, and, and you're, not from, you're not from around here. You're from out of town, or you're from maybe out of state. Some of you maybe traveled through you know, some pretty rough weather to get here. And I just want to remind you, and I want to remind the people that you came to see, just what a beautiful act that is, that you came and you showed up for Christmas. When you show up for people, without saying a word, you're actually communicating a lot, aren't you? You're, you're telling the person, of all the places that I could be right now, I'm deciding I'm going to be here with you. Um, when you show up, it communicates that you're interested in the person. It shows that, that you value them. It shows maybe, maybe that, that you love them. 
And in this world that keeps becoming more and more high tech and therefore more impersonal, um, there's so much value in showing up. And guys, I believe that is why the event of Christmas, the truth of Christmas, is such a wondrous and awesome event. Because on that first Christmas, think about this, God showed up. God showed up. He didn't just send prophets to speak on his behalf. He had done that for a while. He didn't just send down commandments and scriptures. He he had done that for a while. But he actually allowed himself, think about this, to be conceived in the womb of a virgin named Mary and born in the Middle East. And it's it's a, let yourself be amazed by that afresh. It says in the Gospel of John, and the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Just think about that. The eternal God who is the uncreated creator who existed for all eternity past showed up as a human baby. Martin Luther once wrote this, the mystery of the humanity of Christ that he sunk himself into our flesh is beyond human understanding. It's a crazy thought, but it's true. On that night in Bethlehem, God himself showed up. And when you look at the life of Jesus, over and over again, you start to see it. When there was, for example, a wedding celebration in Cana, and believe me, first century Jewish people knew how to throw wedding parties, multiple days, Jesus showed up. When uh, a guy named Matthew, the tax collector, threw a big party for all of his ungodly friends, and none of the religious leaders would be caught dead at a party like that, Jesus showed up. When there was a man named Lazarus who tragically died young and his family was just sick with grief, Jesus showed up and he grieved along with them. Uh, When a man named Zacchaeus, who was a despised person by his own fellow Jewish countrymen because he was collaborating with the Roman government, when he climbed up a tree so he could get a better view of Jesus coming through town, and Jesus saw him up in the tree and invited himself over to Zacchaeus' house. Nobody wanted to go to Zacchaeus' house, but Jesus showed up. And the pattern is just so clear. Jesus didn't seclude himself he didn't isolate himself in the temple and you know, read scripture and, and pray prayers. Wherever people were, whether they were celebrating or grieving or just doing life, that's where you could find Jesus. He was with them. He was listening to them. He was teaching them. He was spending time with them. He was, he was just enjoying their presence. And it seems like he even made a special effort to show up for people who weren't used to having anyone show up for them. Sick people, diseased people, uh, moral outcasts, ethnically disenfranchised people, over and over again, Jesus showed up. And when he was about 33 years old, during the spring season of Passover, he showed up in Jerusalem. He had every reason not to show up there. He knew exactly what would happen, and sure enough, he was arrested, he was put on trial, he was tortured, and he was crucified on a cross. And because he did that, because Jesus showed up at the cross, the debt that we owe for our sins has been paid in full. And we just have to believe in him and receive God's forgiveness. And then, two days later, early in the morning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb where Jesus had been buried. And to their great shock, you know what I'm gonna say, right? Jesus, everybody, showed up. Jesus showed up. 
And I tell you, on this Christmas Eve, he is alive. As alive now as he has ever been. And when we open our hearts and we receive him, not only do we receive his forgiveness, but we receive his Holy Spirit who empowers us to live the way Jesus lived. And that's such a good thing because what this world needs more than anything else right now is more people living like Jesus lived. Amen? I mean, that's what we need. And so let me get specific. Here's what I'm saying. Because God showed up on that first Christmas, what it means for us to live like Jesus lived is that you and I now get to show up in the lives of other people. We, we get to go show up for one another. Are you with me? We, we are called to show up. Parents, for example, when your son or daughter has a sporting event or a science fair or uh, a spelling bee or anything, even if you have to leave work a little early, show up. Show up for them. Um, when, uh, when one of your kids, dads, needs help with his homework or her homework on a, on a weekday evening and you're exhausted from work and all you want to do is just go watch Sports Center, show up and help your child. When your friend is in the hospital feeling forgotten, show up. You say, well, I don't know what to say when I get there. It doesn't matter. Show up. Um, when your friend does something stupid and loses their reputation or loses their job or gets arrested and no one else wants to be there for them, show up for them. That's when they need you the most. Um, when somebody dies and there's a viewing and the funeral home is 45 minutes away, show up for that person. When your elderly parents need help figuring out how to program their remote control, you better show up for them. <laughs> Dangerous things could happen. When your family's gathered for Christmas tomorrow or the next day, and you kind of feel like hiding in the den and watching the game, get out there and show up. In other words, show up when you feel like it, show up when you don't feel like it, show up when that person deserves it, and when that person doesn't deserve it. Here's why. When we show up, we are showing that we care, we are offering ourselves for God to work through us, and we are representing Jesus really, really well. God showed up for us on Christmas. Let's be people who walk through our lives showing up for others. It was a number of years ago that uh, a guy from the chapel had a massive heart attack. Rushed to the hospital, emergency bypass surgery, and uh, it's either the next day or the day after that, um, I went into the hospital, to Hackensack Hospital, to visit him. Spent about 20 minutes there, um, fed him some, um, he couldn't even like, lift his arms, so I fed him some flavored ice chips, that's the only thing he was allowed to, to eat, uh, and, and prayed with him, and I left. So a few years went by, and I was here in church, and this guy that I've known for years, he came up and he said, hey, I just wanna thank you. And I said, for what? I figured something I said in a sermon or something. And he said, you know, uh, years ago, I almost died. And I woke up in the hospital, and the first thing I saw was you sitting there. And you fed me ice chips. And he said, I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. This is a guy who's probably heard me preach hundreds of sermons. This is a guy that I've served with, the homeless with, on the streets of Patterson. I mean, I've known him for years. But the thing that he remembers more than anything else is that when he was at his lowest, I just showed up for him. What I'm praying for all of you is that you are this Christmas so amazed by the God who showed up for you that you spend the rest of this year, that you spend the rest of your life showing up 
for others. If we do that, I'm telling you, if we live like that, we are gonna bring light into some really dark places.